Praise God for that wonderful music. Amen. Amen. In heaven I will play like that. <laughs> when people ask me if uh, there's an instrument that I pray, play, I just tell them I play the DVD. <laughs> but enough about playing. I was just inspired by, by the testimony of Brittany. Isn't it amazing? It's just so encouraging, friends, knowing that it's not because of our skills, it's not because of our talent. It's Jesus in us that makes the difference. And, uh, and as I, I see that, she was just like, I don't know about, uh, about you. She might not be jumping up in excitement, I, but I could just sense the joy. I could just sense the joy. And, uh, and Catherine, Catherine could not uh, escape from it. <laughs> she, gets, she gets affected by it. And friends, this is the thing that I realized that the Lord wants to dwell in us before we could share Him. And just imagine how the Lord opens up door after door after door. And I believe this is what the Lord desires for each one of us. If we be a, a church like that, my dear friends, just imagine coming to a church, coming to a church whose every member is overflowing with Christ. Wow. Everyone is not so excited about that, huh? <laughs> Everyone would be filled with Christ. Hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We are in the same boat now. Oh, friends, God has just been so good. And He always is. So we started the, the restoration last night by asking the Lord to somehow dig deep into our hearts and expose to us what are the things that, uh, that He needs to, to make right with Him. That... Uh, None of the blessings will ever be withheld. So as we continue on with, the, with this uh, morning talk, I'd like to invite all of us again, since I have a very good excuse right now to ask you to pray because this is about prayer. Amen? Amen. 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 So let's offer more prayer this week than any other restoration. So turn to the person beside you and let's, let's ask once again that the Lord will pour upon us His Spirit and... Uh, let us praise Him. Let us start by praising Him, by thanking Him for who He has been and who He is to each and every one of us. Yes, dear Father, may the praises of our lips, may the thanksgiving of our hearts will be a sweet, sweet sound to your ears. Lord, once again we ask that may you prepare our hearts for what you're about to do to us and through us and in us today. Fill us with your Spirit, O Lord. We ask this in the loving and precious name of your Son, Jesus, all your children say. Amen. Friends, can you imagine if every worship it started with this? If every meeting will be started with us bowing before God, really intentionally asking for His presence, what do you think what would happen? It would make a lot of difference. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Sometimes our prayer is just very casual or, or very, what do you call this? It's it's, it's, just, it's just very ordinary. There's no intentionality. We just come before God's presence and we do not really seek Him, seek Him with all of our hearts. And it's nice when everything is silence and we know the reason why we're here is because of Him. It's not because of the speaker. It's not because of the organizers, it's because of Him. And friends, and that's, I believe, true worship would really begin. And I, I remember... Uh, leading out in GYC prayer room. I think I've shared this uh, before, but I'd like to share this again. And you don't have any choice. I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I remember people will ask me, Jam, why is it different when we sing in the prayer room compared to the time when we're singing in the church? And at first I did not, uh, I did not have the answer for that. I said, no, I, I, I can't give you the answer. But then I realized, friends, that when we are, when we are in the prayer room, every thought, every heart is really set to worship God. When we are in the prayer room, when you, when you look, when anyone here has, has been to the, to the GYC prayer time. Okay, so, so a lot of the people here. And for those of you who have not been there yet, there's another GYC in, in 2022 in Arizona. This is a promotion. I'm not paid by GYC. But I just love to see people really experience the beauty of true worship in the presence of God. And friends, it's, it's amazing because the last GYC, uh, there were people who were interviewed and there was this first attendee. I met her in, uh, in Oklahoma. Their church is a very small church. When I spoke in their church, they only have like eight members. And he, she's the only youth. She's the only youth. And so her pastor decided to bring her to GYC and I saw her being interviewed and said, well, this is awesome. And she was the one who gave the last, the last testimony of her experience in the prayer room. She said, you know what? The moment I stepped in to the prayer room, and by the way, have you been to the, to the Houston uh, Convention Center? Yeah, you've seen the Convention Center. I don't know if you've been there in 2019 GYC. The Houston ballroom is big. This time, they opened the other ballroom, so it's two ballrooms. And I'm thinking, I'm small, friends, but when I got in, I felt smaller. <laughs> so when she got in there, when she walked in, she said, wow, wonderful sound system, because the music is just wonderful. And then she realized, oh, there's no sound system. It's just the one leading out. I only have the mic, but whenever we sing, I put down the mic. I don't want people to just hear my voice. I want to hear how angels sing together with it, God's people. And friends, this is the thing that I realized. One thing that really makes a total difference is when God's people's hearts are only set to worship Him. Intentionally set to worship Him. And that's when everything is different. So... I praise God that we could start our worship with that. And I pray that every worship will be started with that. Every meeting will be started with that. So this, this morning, friends, I'd like to share something that's, uh, that's quite a struggle for me when, when I came into the prayer ministry. And I observed as well, this is one of, this is one of the struggles. Not, this is not something that's quite major as I, as I saw it was. This is the, the section of praising God. I don't know about you, but uh, the first time I, I came into the prayer ministry, I have a lot of prayer requests. I have a lot of confessions. Oh, tell me about it. We have a lot of confessions to make. But when it comes to praising God, it's just like one round and we're done. Have you noticed? Uh, it's, it's quite difficult. And remember, praising and thanksgiving is quite different. Praising God is about His character. It's about Him. And thanksgiving is about what God has done for us. And we mix that up. And, and for me, I just, I just gave up. I just said, okay, let's mingle our praise and thanksgiving. But friends, you know what? 
I realize, friends, that it's difficult to praise someone you do not know. It's difficult to praise someone you do not know. If I'm, if I'm given the chance to somehow praise uh, Catherine. Sorry, Catherine is always the one standing, so she's got picked this morning. All I could say is Catherine is, is wonderful, very active. From what I have, I have perceived for this last few, few hours that I was uh, hanging out with her and through texting and all. And friends, that's all. And then I realized, friends, that the reason why I could not praise God more than I did before is because I did not know Him. I know of Him, but I did not really know the God that we serve. And I realized that, wow, there is one man who has been praising God 150 full chapters. It was David. And come to think of this, friends, David's time in the Bible is not complete yet. There's no spirit of prophecy. And yet his life is full of praises and thanksgiving with the Lord. And I'd like to read this account, friends. Listen to this. His opportunities of contemplation and meditation served to enrich him with that wisdom and piety that made him beloved of God and angels. As he contemplated the perfections of his Creator, richer discoveries of God opened before his soul, and his admiration increased more and more. His heart thrilled with more fervent adoration and ecstasy. Ecstasy. Friends, it's, isn't it crazy? Ecstasy. The moment you hear ecstasy, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Drugs. Isn't it? David was high. But my dear friends, he is more than high than the drugs could give. Because the drugs is promising that you will get to the seventh heaven. But no, friends. It's different. What God brings to you is this. And friends, you know the, the degree of, of what's this? Which one is higher? Happiness or joy? Joy, isn't it? Joy or delight? All the while I thought it's joy. You know what, friends? It's delight. It's more permanent pleasure than joy. That was a definition. When God says, delight yourself in the Lord, <laughs> He's referring to something much bigger. And then ecstasy, you know what ecstasy means? It's extreme delight. <sighs> extreme delight. And I realize, friends, this is the reason why right now, one of the biggest reasons, all the while I thought that this is just a minor thing that we have overlooked. This is major. This is the reason why that we are Sadventists rather than Gladventists. <laughs> you believe so. Friends, I hate to admit, but a lot of people have been telling me, Jam, our church is one of the coldest churches. One of my, my prayer partners in New Zealand brought his brother to, to their church. You know one thing? There's no one who, who shook his hand. This brother that is not that is not a member of our church. And when they came home, this brother is not very talkative. I met this brother, but he could not keep it to himself. He commented to my friend, your church is the coldest church I've been to. 
Ooh, friends, I, I hate to start the message this way. But you know what? We have a serious problem. We have a serious problem. And I realize, friends, that if we do not really see God for who He is, we will not enjoy being in His presence. Amen. David experienced ecstasy. If we are devoid of joy or even happiness, it means to say that we have not been in His presence. Amen. And we have not known Him. And friends, if we have that, dear friends, you could not keep it to yourself. It will escape. It will go out of your pores. This description, extreme delight. Oh, have mercy. This is just beautiful. I was, I was reading through Psalms because my, the ministry that I'm working with, ASAP Ministries, uh, ASAP stands for Advocates for the Southeast Asians and the Persecuted. It's a mouthful, I know. And, and this, this ministry, ASAP also stands for Always Say a Prayer. Isn't this cool? Always say a prayer. So we always come together and, and gather and pray. And friends, uh, every, every week, three times in a week, that we gather at noon and pray. There was one year that we went through the 150 chapters of Psalms. And you know what? One thing that I realized, in every chapter there is a verse or a couple of verses or huge amount of verses of praise. Even in times of distress, David still has the line to praise God. Isn't this beautiful? And then I realize, wow, David never runs out of praise. He never runs out of praise. And I'm thinking, me, five minutes, oh no, not even five minutes, one minute of praise, I'm all praised out. <laughs> but David was not. And what does praise really do to us? Listen, friends, a beautiful thought here. By the way, the David thought is found in, in Science of the Times, June 8, 1888. And uh, if you want the notes that I've been sharing, I'll send it to, uh, to our brother Michael. So, so Michael is the one that, that you'll haunt. Okay. So beautiful thought here, friends, from, from Testimony Treasures. A beautiful reminder, it says, Shall our devotional exercises consist in asking and receiving? Shall all our devotional exercises consist in asking and receiving? Shall we be always thinking of our wants and never of the benefits we receive? Shall we be recipients of His mercies and never express our gratitude to God? Never praise Him for what He has done to us? Says here, we do not pray any too much, but we are too sparing of giving thanks and giving praise. So friends, isn't this true to all of us? I, I will not exclude myself here. We are all in this, in this situation. It says here, listen to this very important thought. If the loving kindness of God called forth more thanksgiving and praise, we would have far more power in prayer. Oof. We would have far more power in prayer. If we spend more time in praise and thanksgiving. Friends, all the while I thought this is just a theory. But no. I, I was involved in, in the prayer ministry. Especially with the GC prayer team since 2000 and, 2014 and 15. Until now. 
And there are some, some places that we are asked to intercede when there is a difficult situation. And there was one time that there was a difficult, uh, a very complicated case that we are interceding. And it's like a courtroom drama. And there were a lot of dissension between parties. And one of our prayer team was texting outside. No, that's texting inside the room and telling us all the what's happening. <clears throat> and we were there pleading before God, really wrestling. And in the middle of our prayer, some of the Lord convicted me. You are fighting this on a hand-to-hand combat. I'm about to do an airstrike. I realized, what do you mean, Lord? And I'm thinking, what do you mean? And then the Lord somehow convicted me. It's time to praise me. Amen. It's time to give thanks to me because I'm the God who wins this battle. Amen. Friends, the moment that hit me, I stopped the prayer. I said, excuse me, excuse me, let's, let's stop this. I have a conviction that we would start praising and thanking God. Friends, you know what happened? In just that minute that we started praising and thanking God, we even started singing hymns. Uh, victorious, we're marching to Zion. Onward, Christian soldiers. Great is faith is the victory. Great is thy faithfulness. Friends, in just like a few minutes, the text message began to change. Wow. It said, whatever you're doing, please keep on doing it. It's like a different spirit in the room right now. Friends, when you consider God for who He is, He will be that God to you. <laughs> Most of the time, friends, we forget who He is. We forget who He is. And, and friends, you know what? When you see God for who He is, even your prayers will change. Even the way you approach Him will change. Because most of the time, we think that God is a greedy God. That God is a God like, if you do not pray for like 30 minutes, then I will not give you the answer. He's not a God like that. Huh? And I'm not saying don't pray long because there are times that we have to pray even all night. But we do not really understand who the God that we're praying to. So let's, let's continue on with this thought. It says, we would abound more and more in the love of God and have more bestowed to praise Him for. Friends, the more we praise Him, the more He'll give us reasons to praise Him. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> I don't know about you, but my cheekbone hurts reading this. I, it just gives me so much joy, friends. The more you praise Him, the more He'll give you reasons to praise Him. And it says here, You who complain that God does not hear your prayers, change your present order and mingle praise with your petitions. Mingle praise with your petitions. When you consider His goodness and mercies, you will find that He will consider your wants. I love this. He said he will consider your wants. He did not even talk about your need because your need are already taken care of. When you consider his goodness and mercies, he will consider your wants. And friends, we could not praise him if we do not know him. And that's why now it makes sense for me. John 17 verse 3. And this is eternal life, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Does this make sense now, this verse? Amen. This is eternal life, that they might know thee. This is a huge, valuable thing here of knowing God. Friends, David, David in his earliest years, he has seen the importance of praise and giving thanks to the Lord. And when he became king, 
he became king, this practice was brought to his governance. And 1 Chronicles 16 verse 4, when he became king, he appointed Levites, friends, specifically just to praise God and thank God. To record, it says here, and he appointed Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord, to celebrate by calling to mind, thanking and praising the Lord, the God of Israel. Just imagine your assignment is just to praise and thank God and record all His goodness. What an interesting job description, huh? What's your word? Ah, I praise God. <laughs> I record all His goodness. And friends, you know how many times I do this? In chapter 23, still in First Chronicles 23, verse 30, they are also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord, and likewise at evening. How many times? Twice. At the beginning of the day, at the end of the day. David saw the importance of this. And you know how many Levites are assigned to do this? <laughs> Go back to verse 5 of chapter 23. 4,000 Levites are to praise God. Just imagine the mass choir of praises and thanksgiving every morning and every evening. Isn't it a beautiful lesson for us to learn? Friends, did you know that David is the only recorded earthly king that has not lost any battle in the field? Maybe we could learn something from David. Can you say amen? Yeah. We could learn something from David. God's goodness in hearing and answering prayer places us under heavy obligation to express our thanksgiving for the favors bestowed upon us. Who among you here has had answers to their prayers? Who? All of us. How many of you have shared it to someone else? Oh, praise God, you did. It says here, if we should praise God we should praise God more than we do. Do you agree? Yes. We should praise Him more than we do. The blessings received in answer to prayer should be promptly acknowledged. Should be promptly acknowledged. Why? We what? Yes. We often forget. Have you ever experienced who went to the kitchen and you forgot what <laughs> you're about to get? Huh? I was, one time, I was calling my friend, and, and in the middle of our call, I got, I was panicked. I said, what's wrong? I said, I could not find my phone. And said, bro, you're calling me. He said, oh, thank you for reminding me. We are so bad when it comes to this. And especially the good things that the Lord has done to us about the revelations of His character. The enemy is very intentional for you and for me to forget about it. Because the moment we do, when you forget how powerful or amazing your God is, you'll be easily shaken by Him. You'll be easily shaken by Him. But if you know for a fact who your God is, even all His lies, all His lies will not deter you from relying on Him. Can you say amen to that, friends? It says here, friends, we should praise God. We should acknowledge Him promptly. And lis listen to this as a result. We often lose great blessings by neglecting to praise the giver. It did not just say we will lose some of the blessings, but we will lose what? Great blessings. 
by neglecting to praise the giver. Let us make melody to Him with our hearts and our voices. I know not all of us are as talkative as I am. Not all of us are, are very vocal. But friends, it says here, let us make melody to Him in our hearts and with our voices. It is really good to express it, to tell someone. Don't keep it to yourself. God did not design it for you to enjoy it alone. It should be shared. Friends, listen to this. The soul may ascend nearer heaven on the wings of praise. What about you hear this experience while praying? It seems like your prayer did not reach the ceiling. Anyone? I have for so many times. It's like you are wrestling before God and you're pouring your heart out. And the more you pour your heart out, it's like it's getting heavier. It's getting heavier. But then I realized, friends, the soul may ascend nearer heaven on the wings of praise. When I look back at the times that I was praying like that, I realized, friends, I was focusing so much on the problem, but not on Him. But the moment we start praising Him, you know what that means? Fasten your seatbelt. Airplane mode. You're about to take off. So true, friends. The moment you fix your eyes on the one who is the solution to all your problems, who is the reason for your life, everything will take off. And it says here, if we thus express our gratitude, we are approximating to the worship of heavenly hosts. The language of heaven is praise. If you want to be a resident there, start practicing it now. Sad to tell you, it's not English, the language there. It's praise. Oh, it's praise, my dear friends. And, and this one very uh, interesting person, can you guess who is this person? She said, okay, you already have a clue. Another clue, is not Ellen White? So much is given to me that I have no time to ponder that which I don't have. So much is given to me that I have no time to ponder of which that I don't have. Can you guess who this is? Helen Keller. Helen Keller. Blind? Is she deaf as well? Friends, just imagine this. Helen Keller could declare this. How much more you? God has given so much more to you. And friends, it says here, God desires His obedient children to claim His blessings and to come before Him with praise and thanksgiving. It grieves Him that so little praise is offered. It grieves the heart of God that so little praise is offered. All the while, I thought that this is just a minor issue, my dear friends. It's not. Giving praise to Him is major to God. It grieves his heart that too little praise is given to him. Listen, friends. He desires to have a stronger expression from his people. He desires to, for us to have a what? Stronger expression from his people. At least there's one strong expression over there. Have mercy. A stronger expression from His people. Amen. It's a sleepy amen. amen. 
Friends, our God deserves a strong expression. I was watching one time, I was watching one time a YouTube clip that a friend sent me. This is like a surprise, like a Christmas surprise for people, a random. And the anniversary, I looked it up, and the anniversary, oh, friends, I was so disappointed by that, by that show because this person was trying to surprise a random person who's behind the, what do you call this, a glass. The, this was before COVID, and the lady somehow saw that this is a, a TV show. It's actually a morning show. And the guy was, was bringing a camera crew, and he was asking to come inside, but somehow the girl was just like nonchalant. She's behind the desk, said, what do you want? Said, oh, uh, we're from Secret Santa. Of course, we don't believe in Santa. From Secret Santa, we just want to give you something, a beautiful gift. Said, oh, okay. So she came and she took the box. When she opened the box, by the way, she did not invite the person in. She took the box, went back behind her desk, and opened it. Inside was $10,000. And she said, oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and I was watching, and I was just like... Mm. Jump up and down. <laughs> do some cartwheels. <laughs> if you know backflips, do some backflips. And I'm thinking, wow, such a sad expression. And all the while I thought, there are some people who are, who are just like tongue-tied or speechless. And you, you could see that expression that they are just like, I don't know what to say. But she was just like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and I was just like grieved. And the next person does the same thing. I said, I could not watch it anymore. My blood is boiling. <laughs> and then I realized, friends, I do that to the Lord a lot of times. It's not just $10,000 that He has given us. There's so much more. And our expression is, Amen. <laughs> Hooray. He deserves so much more than that. Can you say Amen. amen. That is the amen, friends. Oh, God is good. And He desires a stronger expression from His people, showing that they know they have reason for joy and gladness. Amen. We have reason for joy and gladness. And Psalm, Psalm 50, verse 23, Whosoever, whoever offers praise glorifies me. Wow. We are glorifying God by giving Him praise, by declaring His goodness to the people around us. Amen? Mm. It says here, from the SDA Bible Commentary, glorifieth me, this phrase says, Heartfelt thanksgiving is a fundamental element in true religion. It is surprising how little importance we sometimes attach to the significance of the spirit of expression of gratitude in the life of a Christian. You have, you have heard about the, the parable or the story of the ten lepers. Only one came back. The sad thing that one who came back was a Samaritan. It was not even a Jew. And it says, and I was reading that account. It says, you know what? In the real, reality, it's even less than one out of ten. It's even less than one out of ten. Friends, we should be praising and thanking God more. Amen. Intentionally, friends, intentionally. Like as David has done it intentionally in the morning and in the evening, we should do it as well. 
it says here, If we keep the Lord ever before us, allowing our hearts to go out in thanksgiving and praises to Him, we shall have a continual freshness in our religious life. We will have continual what? Freshness in our religious life. French, French. <laughs> I got, uh, I slipped French. <laughs> Friends, who desire to hang out with fresh people? Just imagine your freshness will be, will be a witness. You will have continual freshness. Even though you have not taken a shower, you'll still be fresh. <laughs> but I suggest, friends, take a shower. As I, I realize this, that we do not thank God as often as we should. I don't know if I shared this testimony, this, this account before. I read it in, in a book about, about one Christian writer. He was in Brazil. And around Brazil... There are a lot of, of orphans. They call them the street rats. And while he, was, uh, while he was eating in one of the cafe, he was looking at one of those orphans, one of the street rats, looking, looking through the window of this pastry shop, of this cafe. And this orphan is about to drool. Like this orphan was so hungry. So you know what he did? He bought this big, big bread and big loaf of bread. And then surprised the orphan. He tapped the orphan in the shoulder. And then he offered the bread. The moment the orphan saw the bread, said, <gasps> and he ran away. He might change his mind. Very wise orphan. <laughs> so he grabbed it and ran the opposite direction. And then this, this author was just like shaking his head. Oh, street rats. While he was sitting on his table, uh, eating his, uh, his cake, after five minutes, he felt a tug from his shirt. And when he turned around, it was this. It was the street rat. And then with a look, of course, there's already a bite from the bread. <laughs> the street rat looked at him and said, You obrigado. Muito obrigado. Thank you. Thank you very much. Amen. Friends, this, this author said, at that moment, I want to buy the whole bakery for him. At that moment, I want to buy the whole bakery for him. Friends, I know most of the time, we just take what God has given and run away. But you know what? We could come back. We could come back. We could tug his robe and say, Thank you, Lord. Can you say amen to that, friends? Oh, God is good. Listen, our prayers will take the form of a conversation with God as we would talk with a friend. Did you hear this? If we practice praise and thanksgiving in our prayers, in our lips, our prayers will take the form of a conversation with God as we talk with a friend. And I realize right now, why? Remember, we always go to our best friend when there's good things that's happening to us. You could not celebrate alone. <laughs> you know self, I'm so happy today. You don't do that. You always run to someone whom you share the joy with. Your best friend, your closest friends. And if God is really truly your best friend, you come to Him. Amen. And tell Him how, how amazing He has done these things to you. Amen. Friends, God is, just, is more than just your therapist. More than just your shrink. We only come to Him with our problems, but we do not come to Him with our praises and our thanksgiving. Oh, friends, it says here, when we do this, 
listen, He will speak to us His mysteries. He will speak His mysteries to us personally. He will speak His mysteries. You know, you know what that means? He will tell you His secrets. If you treat God as your best friend, He will treat you as His best friend. And He will tell you His secret. Wow! Friends, if you have that relationship with Jesus, <laughs> it's the reason why right now I still don't have a wife. <laughs> He's enough. Amen? Amen. He's more than enough. I'm not advocating that you all go single. <laughs> but friends, if you have not found your fullness in the presence of Christ, you'll not find it with someone else. You will not find it with someone else. Both of you are empty. Empty plus empty equals emptier. <laughs> or emptiest. You have to be filled with Christ. And friends, it says here, oh, oh, beautiful thought here. Often, there will come to us a sweet, joyful sense of the presence of Jesus. Often. It will not say every anniversary every birthday, but it says often there will come to us a sweet, joyful presence of Jesus. Amen. Wow. If you have this experience, my dear friends, what else are you looking for? <laughs> he will be enough. And some people will say, Jem, how can you say for a person that, that Christ is enough when this person has been craving for someone or somebody in, in his life? And I said, I could not tell you any otherwise. If I, if you said that that is true, that Jesus could not satisfy, then Jesus might be lying. He could satisfy, friends. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Oh, remember the beautiful account of Jehoshaphat and his army? Huh? When they went out in the battle with choir in the front? I really love that story. I, I share that story everywhere I go. Listen to this, friends. Second Chronicles 20 verse 21. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers to sing to the Lord and praise Him in their holy priestly garments as they went out before the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for His mercy and loving kindness endure forever. They went out praising and thanking God. This is one DVD I want to watch in heaven, friends. I want to hear the music. I want to see... The intentional declaration of the children of God in the battle, praising Him and thanking Him. And you know what happened, friends? You know what happened? And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the, the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were all slaughtered. I like this next line. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments. I love, I love the... Bible commentary says, The people were living their faith, and God saw fit to honor it. The Lord promised victory, and the people took Him at His word. Victory was theirs, because they claimed it. And when they began to sing and to praise, that's when the Lord started moving. And friends, I think God is not moving in our lives yet, because we fail to praise Him. We fail to consider who He is. And friends, Desire of Ages, page 679, paragraph 2. You know what the Lord desires for you and me to experience, desires for His church? A life of a series of uninterrupted victories. Yeah. 
uninterrupted victories. Who desires this? Are they still having like doubts? Should I want this? I think that's going to be boring. Friends, uninterrupted victories. The life with God is no boredom. Defeat is not part of His plan. How can you be defeated? Christ's object lesson, he says, Not one should we even think of failure. We are to cooperate with the one who knows no failure. Failure is not part of God's vocabulary, friends. This is the God that we serve. Remember, let me review that again. It says, If the loving kindness of God called forth more thanksgiving and praise, we have far more power. We would have far more power in our prayer. And, oh... God never honors unbelief with rich blessings. And you know what's his next counsel? Review what God has done, and then know that it is only the beginning of what he's willing to do. Oh, that's a very subdued amen. Review what God has done, and then know that it is only the beginning of what he's willing to do. Oh, this is a beautiful thought, friends. This thought just gives me so much excitement. Review what God has done and then know that it is only the beginning of what He's willing to do. Friends, I, I tell you what happened to our office in, in 2020. You know, ASAP, we, uh, we train local missionaries. So we go to, to those countries in Southeast Asia and other, other countries that I could not mention because they are, what do you call this, close countries. So the government is, is not allowing Christianity there. So we do the training and also supply their needs. So God has blessed America. So to the goodness of God's people, that's how we support those people back there. And when pandemic hit, we talked about it last night, like unemployment after unemployment. Closure of businesses upon closure. I'm thinking, Lord, how about our missionaries? We are supporting thousands of missionaries. We're supporting 100-plus schools. And um, we are so dependent on, on the goodness of God's people. And friends, our heart was just like crying to the Lord every single day, every worship. We are lifting our missionaries to God. And friends, you know what? On the last three days of 2020, while we were, we were having this, uh, this devotion, we have 30 minutes devotional, by the way, friends, every day. And 30 minutes, in the 30 minutes, 15 minutes is for the devotional and 15 minutes is for prayer. Our speaker during that day had an overtime, had an overtime, and we ended like five minutes overtime. But the assistant director, his name is John, he said, oh, a little report, by the way. We have a scholarship campaign, and every year, every year in the scholarship campaign, we raised the, we raised the, the quota, or the target, the goal. But during 2020, we did not raise the quota because it's, it's scary. But during this year, you know what? We were even above and beyond the previous goal by more than ten thousand dollars. So the moment I heard that, I said, guys, this calls for thanksgiving and praise. So I suggested there's just nine of us in a Zoom call. Why not let's just go around even just one line of praise and thanksgiving. 
Friends, the moment we got through the praise and thanksgiving part, I guess all of us were having tears. It was just amazing to know that the God that we serve is not limited by our limitations. So we praise God. And after that, the Lord just spoke to my heart. Why not spend these last three days in just praising me? No more prayer requests. So I said this to the group. Hey, how about starting today? Let's just praise God. No prayer, requ no prayer requests, no confession. Confession should be done privately in your own closet. Prayer requests, let's give it to the Lord in our personal time. But as we gather together, it's just praising God. We have a, a wonderful, generous, bountiful God, a faithful God, a loving God. He deserves to be praised. We have been asking for the whole year. We're not praying to a deaf God. Let us start praising and see what He'll do. Friends, that day, that day when we began praising God, our store, our, not store, our office manager was busy answering phone calls after phone calls. Knocks on the door like giving their, their checks after checks after checks. At the end of that day, on the second, on the second day that, that we did it, I heard the news from, from the director. I said, Jen, while you guys are praising and thanking God, I received a call from our major donor. This major donor gave, I guess, the highest that, that this family has given was 100,000 U.S. dollars. Yeah, and I receive a pledge that they give today. Yeah, they are considering of giving 300 to 400,000 U.S. dollars. I was speechless. A very talkative guy, but for the first time, like, <laughs> what? What do you do when things like this happen, friends? Praise continue praising God. Amen. So we continued praising God, thanking God, and now with just heartfelt thanksgiving, you are an amazing God. And friends, the more you praise God, the more He'll show you reasons to praise Him. Amen. And the more you praise Him, Backed up by the evidence of who he has been, my dear friends, your praises will even be more praiseworthy. Yeah. And friends, I realized that December 31 is a national holiday and there's no work. I'm thinking, but we have promised God three days. So I asked my friends, hey, can we come back even just for, for 30 minutes in this holiday? We'll just... We'll just give this 30 minutes to the Lord because we have promised Him three days. Friends, even those who are on leave came back and there's like 14 or 15 of us about to praise God. And then I received a news from, from, uh, from the director. I said, Jen, by the way, before you start out with a short devotional, can I share something? I said, of course. He said, I received another pledge from, from one donor last night. And this person wants to give us $30,000 for every month of, of the year 2021. Wow. That's $360,000, friends. And she said, and by the way, they came up with a number now, our major donor. They decided to give us $700,000 U.S. dollars. The moment we heard that, my dear friends, I don't know how to lead to prayer. And my lips were quivering. Tears begin to fall. We do not often praise God, and we should. We serve an amazing God. 
And He will do so much more if we really see Him for who He is. And most of the time, we see the things that we could complain about, but not the things that we should be praising Him for. Friends, the moment we started praising God, everything changed. Everything changed. And you know what? God was not done. A week later, a week later, I was in Chattanooga doing a week of prayer. And then I received another text message from the director. Jem, I received another check from another, from another donor. This person gave us $56,000. Praise God. And now I have the $700,000 check in my hands. And they gave us a bonus of $100,000. Friends, this is the God that we serve. He's not limited by our limitations. He owns the cattle in the thousand fields, even the fields itself. And people will think, how about the vegetarians? He owned the vigilance in a thousand shelves too. (laughs) My dear friends, we we limit God in our own eyes. And praising Him is not for Him. The benefit goes back to us. Because it reminds us who this God that we serve. Because we often forget. It reminds us that this God that you serve is a faithful God. And friends, as we move forward, especially in this time that we are in right now, it is a very wise advice to look back on what He has done in the past. And then know that it is only the beginning of what He's willing to do. Friends, remember... Last day events, a beautiful council. We have nothing to fear for the future. Except we forget. We shall forget the way the Lord has led us and His teachings in our past history. Friends, I don't know about you, but uh, I was drawn again to read Patriarchs and Prophets. I, I love reading Patriarchs and Prophets, friends. At first, I was thinking, Patriarchs and who? like that's the most boring title but my dear friends when the Lord opened my eyes I see like patriarchs and prophets for those of you who have not read it for those of you who have not known this this is like the special feature of the Bible you'll see you'll see the commentary from the author you'll see the behind the scenes you see beautiful things and friends I was reading the accounts of the Israelites and I was just like heartbroken Read the account and prepare to just like restrain yourself. Because you will be so frustrated. After all the goodness that God has done to them, all God received was complaints. Uh, All the Lord has received from them was complaints. Just imagine, friends, seeing the Red Sea opened. It did not blow their minds. It blew their minds for a while, but they forgot. They forgot, they have seen the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of cloud by night. It's not just the glare of the sunset, it's there following them. And yet, friends, yet, they complain. And I realize the reason why they complain is that they lack in declaring the goodness of God. They lack in really intentionally thanking God and praising God for who He is. Remember that beautiful verse in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. The last line is very important. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy path. Friends, the the reason why most of the time we lose our ways is because we don't acknowledge Him. 
When God directs your path, it doesn't lead to defeat. When God directs your path, it doesn't lead to depression. It doesn't lead to mental health problem. Did you hear this? And some of us will say, no, Jim, you don't know about the chemical imbalance that I'm going through. Friends, the God that you serve, whose voice is being obeyed, obeyed by, by the storm, can that God command all your chemicals to be balanced? Sometimes we forget, friends, how powerful our God is. Sometimes we think that there are some cases in our lives that God could not handle. Oh, He will not handle if you will not let Him handle it. If you will not see Him for who He is, for how powerful He is, or how good He is. Friends, listen to this account. Remember the time that Moses, the reason why Moses was not able to cross Canaan? Remember when they're in Kadesh? Listen to this, friends. Listen to this account. Just before the Hebrew reached Kadesh, the living stream ceased that for so many years have gushed out beside their encampment. It was the Lord's purpose again to test His people. He would prove whether... He would prove whether they would trust His providence or imitate the unbelief of their fathers. And listen to this description. It really, really somehow like, wow, to me. They were now in sight of the hills of Canaan. They could see the hills of Canaan. It's like the hills that you see here. They could see it. And the last 35 years or 38 years, they were not able to see it now. The hills of Canaan could be seen. And listen, friends. A few days' march would bring them to the borders of the promised land. A few days' march. And remember, a few days' march would bring them to the borders of the promised land. And then the water stopped. Listen. The cessation of the miraculous flow of water should therefore have been a, a cause of rejoicing. Did you hear this? The stopping of the flow should have been the cause for them to rejoice. Why? Because it's a token that the wilderness wandering was ended. It should be a token. Like we will not need it anymore. Friends, listen. Had they not been blinded by their unbelief, they would have understood this. But that which should have been an evidence of the fulfillment of God's promise was made the occasion of doubt and murmuring. The people seemed to have given up all hope that God would bring them into possession of Canaan. And they clamored for the blessings of the wilderness. Wow. God was about to give them something that would never end. Something that's far more <laughs> better than just water from the rock. They clamored for the blessings of the wilderness while they were about to enter the promised land. Friends, where is our sight right now? Where do we focus? If our focus is not on Him, my dear friends, our focus would be in the blessings of the wilderness. Would be blessings, would be, our focus would be in the crumbs rather than the cake. Our focus would be in the street food rather than the feast. Friends, there are so much more that God desires for us to receive. As a church right now, in the times of pandemic, this, is, this should be the year. 2020 should have been God's year for His people. 
That should have been his year, that we'd, we would have let his glory shine. But friends, we were shaken together with the world. Why? Because we were so focused on the problem rather than on the God that we serve. While I was reading this account, friends, I suggest to you read it again. While all the plagues were, were being experienced by all the Egyptians, Goshen was protected. This is the God that you serve. This is the God that you serve, my dear friends. And let me repeat this. If we have a correct knowledge of the character of God, Satan will not be able to overwhelm our souls with doubt and discouragement. Friends, it is time to praise God. Can you say amen? amen. It is time to declare to the world, to the unfallen worlds, even to the fallen world, how good our God is. Because in times, in times of difficulty, the enemy of souls would want to hear complaints and murmurings from you. But let's disappoint the enemy of souls. That in times of difficulties, let us start praising God. And my dear friends, you'll not be able to praise God in times of difficulties when in times of plenty, you could not even praise Him. Let us start praising Him. Let us start practicing that right now. How difficult it is. Friends, we have a wonderful God. There's a lot of evidences in our lives. He deserves it, don't He? Doesn't He? Friends, as we end this, as we end this time right now, we don't have to come here and gather together. Wherever you are, if the Lord convicts you to praise Him and thank Him for His just short sentence, friends, just one or two sentences, lift it up. Say it. Amen? Amen? And if you agree with your brother's or your sister's prayer, let's declare amen. Amen? amen. Let's be on our knees, friends. Let's spend a few minutes. Dear Father, you have promised that uh, it is your will that you will compose our prayers. So, Lord, we need the Holy Spirit to teach us, Lord, how to praise you and to give you thanks because our hearts are overwhelmed right now with good, your goodness. Your Father, I'd like to begin this. And, Lord, me and my brothers and my sisters here wants to join in praising you and thanking you for you deserve it. I want to begin this, friends. Lord, we praise you and we thank you for you are a patient God to all of us. Amen. Father, this is our prayer that our life, our lives, dear Lord, will be lives of praise, yeah. declaring to the, to the world that we serve a living God, Amen. that we serve a loving, a faithful God, an amazing God, an awesome God. Father, I ask in a very special way, please, Lord, help us to be intentional in our, in our praises and our thanksgiving to you. Yeah. Bring to our minds, O oh Lord, the things that you have done and who you are and who you have been to us. Lord, we praise you and we thank you that you have given us this opportunity to lift your name up. Lord, may we lift you up higher than we have lifted you up before. We love you, O oh Lord, and thank you so much for giving us so many things that we do not deserve. Thank you so much, dear Father, for giving us your Son. Again, Lord, we give you back all the praises, the glory, and the honor. For we pray all this in the loving and precious name of your Son, Jesus. All your children say, Amen. Amen. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's Word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit 
www.audioverse.org.